What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew Bolin. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you just ruined you just, you just ruined an almost 100 episode long tradition. Just like yeah. that, you just completely Honestly, ruined it. Honestly, I, I had... Very little things to say today other than like actual insults, so I didn't really want to hurt your feelings or anything. So, you know, I, I just figured today was just a, just be good day under day. You, you know? just destroyed a tradition, though. Is it a tradition? Well, it was. I don't think it, we've done it every episode. Yes, we have. Every episode? Every episode. I was For our 100th episode, I was going to go back and, and, and list off what we've called each other, mm. um, but now it's kind of ruined. Mm. Now I don't even know if we should do it anymore. I th- I think we need to quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this thing is falling apart at the seams. It's, it is Andrew, know. a core of a man, bowling. Right, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, my brain has been fried. I've been playing uh, lots of video games recently. You've been playing God of War playing and nothing God else matters. God of War and Marfer 2 and... Literally, nothing else matters. Yeah. He cries with joy when he plays God of War, and then he has tears of angst and, <laughs> and hatred, and hatred in my heart when, when he plays Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> it's exactly true. This has nothing to do with Star Wars, but you know what? That is part of our life, and it's, so yeah. get over it. Well, and I, you know, I want to give myself a pat on the back because <gasps> uh, this is the second episode now that I have not uh, had to press the record button more than once wow only, the first time i pressed it and congratulations okay. you are a true that's, that's mix twice master in a row now. that's crazy you can call me dj something something disastrous is coming DJ, on the horizon <laughs> call me dj bowling y'all dj bowie <laughs> <laughs> something dra- uh, so disastrous whole, is coming on the horizon my whole computer is about to blow up <laughs> <laughs> your house gets like blew up by like a gas gas leak or something and he's like well you know, hey, we had two. Hey, we had two real good, yeah, yeah. real strong episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, all right, let's get moving <laughs> on here. So, before we get into everything, of course, as we usually do, we want to kind of poke, uh, poke fun at our at our Patreon <laughs> because. You know, nothing ever happens to it, but we like to plug it, you know, and have fun with it. Um, but uh, at this time, we only have one tier as usual, and that is only $5 a month. That is less than a cup of coffee at some joints, okay? So, uh, for one measly payment a month you can get so many good and glorious so little things glorious content so if you like this podcast and you like the things that we do and you want to get it as soon as possible maybe we're reviewing shows and you want it as soon as possible so it's not old news um then you can get that a few days early as soon as we post it it becomes available to our patrons of course secondarily and one of the biggest factors to this is that we have a secondary podcast specifically just for our patreon called and other stuff and uh, that is basically a podcast about anything and everything other than star wars we talk about our lives we talk about video games we talk about news we talk about anything like that and uh, it's, it's just a fun time to uh kind of get to know us on a more personal level where our hilarious antics and shenanigans you know it's uh so it's funny. on 110 percent, you know but we have a good time over there so that's always a great time there's several episodes over there plenty of content for you to uh, absorb on that um also you know, become a producer of our podcast um and that means that you get direct say you are the first line of attack on the things that we do here so if we have any changes coming up or anything uh, we would like to do or if we need advice we come to you guys and uh you get the you get the first say on anything that we do don't do etc 
And last but not least, one of the fun things that we do every single episode is that if you are a producer on our Patreon, we do like to list off our faithful subscribers, and we're so very thankful for you. But Drew, who is our subscribers? Who is our patrons? Yes, our uh, patrons are Promise Quick. Oh, he's changed up, oh, the, he's changed up this time. It up. Oh. You don't know what to do. Oh. <laughs> Who have I become? We uh, gotta quit the podcast. <laughs> uh, Jenna Evans, Jay Kamdar, Alex Mason, Grayson David Gill, Tara Bolin, and last but certainly not least, JB Josh, Josh and Birkinshaw. <laughs> but we thank you guys so much, sincerely. Um, as we get closer to our uh, anniversary, we're going to maybe have some changes coming up. And guess what? Changes. We're going to be talking to our producers first mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully getting some new ideas and some fresh things and hopefully get some more people into this. Yeah, so, so if you are a uh, Patreon producer, be paying close attention to your Patreon. We'll probably be throwing some questions at, at you guys soon. Yes, yeah, Again, as we head into January, yeah. the end of January will be our three-year anniversary here at Jedi Eternal. So, of course, with that, we always have a live show where we celebrate, and you can expect that to happen. But also, uh, yeah, we always announce, like, uh, the next big thing. We always want to, Mm -hmm. how do we grow this? How do we become better? And, uh, And there'll be, of course, some new reveals, new announcements on that day. So oh, as yeah. we get closer to oh, January, yeah. we'll talk about it more. Yeah, so good stuff. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead right into the news. So our first news piece for this week is that Andor season, it's kind of a two-parter here, but Andor season two starts filming November 21st, 2022. So we're closing upon the end of season one here. So basically right around the end of production, or excuse me, uh, at the end of the release for this current season we're going to start seeing production occur um so drew what, what do we got on that yeah so what we have found we've this has been confirmed in an interview uh, with collider talking to tony gilroy is that the first shot of the season will take place in london on november 21st and then uh they're gonna be Flying home for Thanksgiving and then flying back to London again afterwards to continue uh, continue this. And so a couple of other interesting things. They've also announced that uh, writers for season two, um, which, as you guys know, we're, we've been kind of watching a uh, prison arc, so to speak, in Andor. Mm. Um, and the writer for that uh, is going to be returning, as is Dan Gilroy. And also, as it was previously announced, uh, Tom Bissell, who actually wrote Gears 5, so that's interesting, is joining the writing team as well. So, um, and then in that interview, uh, Tony Gilroy also said that he's actually looking for writers with Star Wars knowledge for the new season. Mm. Uh, You know, I'm glad that's that's a prerequisite, you know? That's, well, (laughs) but that's in stark contrast season one yeah where Gilroy yeah. had admitted that he didn't want huge Star Wars fans as writers so I'm not going to get ahead of ourselves but that's actually a big comment that I'm going to have later on in our episode when we have our community discussion and our review of Andor C- uh, episode 10 10, 10. Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah anyway so just throwing that out there yeah. there's a little comment I want to make on that later on but I'm glad to hear that so that's interesting and you do have to wonder 
um, you know, is this based off what we're getting in the second season, mm-hmm. or is it based off of fan feedback and reaction? True. And that, yeah, know, we'll talk more. Secondarily, to supplement that, um, they have confirmed in the same interview two different things here. First of all, that uh, that season two is supposed to run concurrently at the end, right up to Rogue One's. Uh, time of events or planned events or whatever you want to say. I can't think of the right words, but um, it's supposed to run concurrent with that. Now, that means that we're going to probably start seeing some uh, some of the, gr- like, not the grassroots of the rebellion, but some things growing. And so in that same interview, uh, Andor showrunner Tony Goroy also revealed to Collider that Andor Season 2 will be going back to Yavin 4. So those of you who are not aware, Yavin 4 in uh, Episode uh, four of the main saga, right? A New Hope. That is kind of the main base um, <clears throat> of the rebellion before all the events happen, right? And they have to go to Hoth and all that good stuff. So that's actually a really cool thing. What are your, what are your thoughts on that, Drew? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, of course, we uh, would love to see that again, love to see more of that. Um, you know, we haven't got as much of it in, in current canon, but, uh, you know, in Legends, that's where like Luke Skywalker went back to and built a, a Jedi temple. Mm. It was a very yeah, prominent yeah, yeah, place yeah. where in current canon, we've not gotten near as much, but it will be cool to go back there for this. And, uh, and of course, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? This isn't necessarily a surprise. It's just more of a confirmation for what most of us probably already expected because we do know this is one of the first official rebel bases. So of course, as we, as we get into this second season, you have to assume at, by the end of this season, the rebellion's really going to start kind of kick into into action, right? At least that's my guess. My guess is that by the end of this season, they are officially kind of uh, becoming a true rebellion, and 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 a, a rebellion's going to need a base. So I would think that maybe we kind of see the beginnings of that and and setting establishing a base there, which could be really cool to see. And just yeah. again, it's just going to. Uh, not necessarily uh, show us anything new that we didn't already know, but it's going to kind of enrich that and bring um, more information into that and how it became. So yeah, I think absolutely. it's I think I think that could be really cool. Yeah, for sure. But uh, going into our our next news story, and this was a really big one, one we've been talking about <laughs> for a long time, but it's finally out there, finally confirmed, mm-hmm. um, finally. Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, whoever you want to point the finger at, has (laughs) revealed that the Acolyte uh, is uh, officially, they have started filming, which we already knew they were filming, but they showed a a picture on set, the very first picture, so that's cool. Uh, I I will say, not a whole lot to really get from that, at least for me, I don't really see anything that, like... Like mm-hmm. oh this is a you know a big a big uh, spoiler or not not spoiler big tease or Easter egg right, I don't right, really right. see anything like that obviously it looks like Star Wars though right I mean yeah, you can yeah. you can like oh yep that's definitely a Star Wars set yeah but, yeah absolutely um but we see in that picture uh, Leslie Hedlund who um, is directing its pilot episode can be giving instructions to Lee and Stenberg which are going to be um, actors in this so we 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 got. A full cast mm-hmm. announced. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, 
again, most of these we've talked about at some point. Yeah. But again, this is the official reveal. Yeah. So, um, so, so those of you who have been following along for a while, uh, it's not too much of a surprise to you, but there's a few names maybe we haven't heard yet. Uh, but hey, that's a nice little plug, right? For those of you who follow uh, Jedi Turner, you're already on the on the cur- bell curve, baby. You know what I'm saying? We already got some stuff out there. Yeah. And so let's just go over these. Um, we have... <clears throat> Uh, let's see, Lee Jung Jae, which we've been talking about, rumored for a long time. Now, Amanda, Amanda, Amandla, Amandla Stenberg was was announced officially. We knew she was a part right, of this. Right. She's the only one, I believe, that was ever officially announced. Um, but we have Lee Jung Jae. He was from Squid Game. I'm gonna get these wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> Manny Jacinto. He's from The Good Place. Uh, Daphne King, who was from Logan, she played uh, the little Wolverine girl. Yeah, okay. Um, so, or X-23, I believe is what yeah. they call her. So, she is going to be in this. As you can see, she has grown up quite a bit. Uh, let's see, Jody Turner-Smith, uh, who is from Queen and Slim. Rebecca Henderson from Inventing Anna. Charlie Barnett from Russian Doll. Dean Charles Chapman from 1917 and Carrie Ann Moss from The Ooh, Matrix. So that's kind of a big okay, one. There. That's, that's more a of a name, yeah, yeah, that's a big name. Uh, so very interesting. Uh, good cast here, I think. I, yeah, um, yeah. I will say surprisingly, uh, more popular actors and actresses in this yeah. than than I feel like usual for Star Wars. Yeah. Like I recognize most of these. You know, and this might be again an interesting correlation um between season one of andor to the acolyte and i can't speak for the whole show but especially especially with you know leslie headland right is her mm-hmm. name she focused on people purposefully who did not know anything about star wars mm-hmm. so you can tell that you know some of my personal gripes about andor is going to be prevalent in acolyte too because basically they're trying to get people who don't know anything about star wars and they're getting in as a kind of a big uh, turn of events, they're getting popular people we'll who see, are already... We'll see, though. We'll see, because... Yeah, yeah, we'll see, yeah. Because I think, uh, moving in, as we continue in this news story, there's something about this that's going to, I think, okay, you're okay. going to really like. All right. And so, well, let's hear it. <laughs> well, I'm going to get there. <laughs> okay, but okay, I do yeah. want to. I do want to point out Charlie Barnett being in this... Uh, who also was in Russian Doll, and Leslie Headland was the was the the showrunner and mm. director of of Russian Doll. So I thought thought that was interesting. She's kind of bringing in people that clearly she's worked with before. Yeah. Um, but what is is incredibly <laughs> interesting about this? And let me actually pull up the the other page here. One second. I'm gonna pull up StarWars.com when the uh for when they actually announced it, and they they say something here that's very interesting the acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the high republic era that's not a surprise right yeah right 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 but here's where things get interesting they've given us a little tidbit we've never heard a former padawan reunites with her jedi master to investigate a series of crimes but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated Okay. So that changes everything. Yeah, that changes everything. And here's yeah. the reason the biggest reason why. This is not a show necessarily f- focusing on the dark side users or mm-hmm. w- as much as we thought. Clearly, it sounds like the protagonists yeah are actually yeah. 
Jedi. You know, and this is something that, that first of all, that's awesome. And I'm. <laughs> I think you. I figured yeah, that would be a, a good thing. That is for a you. great thing, um, and, and for you as well. I mean, well, yeah, we yeah, both, yeah. We like we love, we love Jedi, Jedi, right? Yeah. So, which so, means we're probably going to see the Jedi Temple in High yes. Republic. All, we're going to. I mean, there's a lot of good things. <laughs> I'm, that can I'm come really with this. hoping that they lean into that, which they may or may not be due to how they're wanting. You know, we've talked about they might want to set up a show, but anyway. Um, you know, and that's something we kind of discussed on the show before, is that it's not really that big a surprise is that they're not kind of focusing more on the the Sith and on the dark side users as the main characters. Because as, as something that we had discussed before, it's like, you really can't do that because the whole point was like, if they made themselves known that it would not have been a surprise in Phantom Menace and things mm -hmm. of that nature. So we knew that they couldn't have been the spotlight. So that is actually a very cool way to to do that, right? To tell those stories, but it's still, it's in the mystery. It's a mystery. It's in the background. It sounds like it's going to be, you know, a Jedi murder mystery yeah. sort of thing. Like they're <laughs> yeah. going to be going around trying to figure out what, why these crimes are happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then that's going to lead into a much darker thing, which of course, as we have talked about i mean it definitely seems to be hinting at at the dark side possibly even right. that meaning the sith right but you know we're not for sure, for sure on that right um my guess is we're gonna see this story from two sides mm -hmm. my assumption is we'll get the jedi view but then maybe we're also going to be getting a view from uh well the acolyte sure or, you yeah. know i mean it's still called yeah. the acolyte and that that to me really seems to uh, make me believe that yeah. we're probably getting some kind of learner uh, from the Sith or something of that nature. Right. Now, to jump into this even a little more, let's look at the cast here. Who do we think is what? Like, do you have any guesses for any of this? I'm not that great at <laughs> guessing that kind of stuff. Now, um, I could see... Like what is his name? Like Lee Jung Jae? Is that being the Jedi name? Master? Is being like one of the Jedi's at least, probably the Jedi Master. I could yeah. really see him being the Jedi. Yeah, Master. I don't know. I just get that that vibe from him for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I, just, I have to maybe go back and see who the, who the rest of them are. Um, honestly, the uh, 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 Carrie Ann Moss—that's her name, mm -hmm. right? I could see her one of two things as like some kind of diplomat of some mm -hmm. sort, like maybe yeah. hiding the shadows too, or being like one of the the Sith acolytes herself sure, or something like that. Sure. Like maybe the more experienced one, that, or I don't know. You know, I could see her being on the dark or side. Or maybe she's the Jedi Master. That or, would be yeah. kind of an interesting yeah. twist. Well, because... It, so... They've already basically said Amandala Stenberg is the... I believe they have already basically said she's the main character of this. Yeah, um, so she, she'd be like probably like the, the apprentice or the, well, the so Jedi. That's the question. Right? Does that mean she's the 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 Padawan, or yeah, does that mean she's the acolyte? Mm -hmm. The you know what I mean. I'm mm -hmm. not sure uh, which one is truly going to be the focus here. Um, but then I mean, when we look at this, you know. Lee Jung Jae and Manny Jacinto. Um, maybe they're actually because we know this is gonna have a martial arts focus, mm -hmm. so maybe they're the ones that are are going to be kind of more. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't think they're the. Well, hold on a second. Let me read the thing again. Did it? It didn't say anything about. 
Oh, wait, no, it does. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we know if the former Padawan is a, is a female. So that tells me... Hmm. Oh, there's still too many options. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's hard. It's hard with so little information to actually accurately guess anything. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, but it's too anyway. hard. I, I wish they would just tell us. Go ahead and tell us <laughs> who's right. playing what. But I'm yeah, sure, it's it's. Too I'm sure easy. as we get closer, we'll start to get, figure that out. I will. Uh, <laughs> um. I will say in that there in that picture though, right? The picture, the first picture we've gotten, mm-hmm. it is Amanda's. Amanda, Amanda Stenberg and Lee Jung Jae together. True. Yeah. So that makes me really lean towards them being the apprentice and the Jedi master. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes along with some of the things we were saying earlier too. So yeah, we will definitely see. Uh, and also if you look at the shirt she's wearing, she's wearing a Star Wars Visions shirt. Oh really? So I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I don't know if that, <laughs> nice. if that's like, Hey, we want you to wear this shirt or if, oh, yeah. they, or if she's actually a fan. But, yeah. We'll, you know. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, lots of exciting stuff there. They they do not give any kind of idea on when this will come out. Right. Uh, they were they were quiet on that. But hey, we'll take every little bit. Every little drop we can. I I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm really really hoping that this is going to be a series to get super excited. Oh about. yeah, so, me too. Me too. Uh, we'll just continue to to wait and bring you guys the news when we see it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump. Let's jump into the next thing here, and that is an interesting thing here. The next Deadpool director, Sean Levy, is in talks to direct a new Star Wars movie. Um, and this is a pretty recent progression here. Drew, uh, what do we have on that? Yeah, so Sean Levy, he uh, he's worked on a number of things, including Stranger Things, Um and he's working on the on the final season of Stranger Things right now, and he's working nice. on Deadpool three. Nice, so got some big big the, titles. The in guy's adult. busy, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing some stuff. He's yeah. doing some stuff. Um, but here's the what we have seen is that um, Deadline had learned that Sean Levy, uh, who is currently in post production on a Netflix series as well called All the Light You Cannot See. Mm-hmm. but is engaged in discussions with Lucasfilm to work on an upcoming Star Wars project. However, the project is likely to begin development quite some time away from now, as he's also directing uh, episodes for Stranger Five or Stranger Things Season 5 uh, and uh, Deadpool 3, <laughs> so he's, he's very busy. But uh, to give you guys kind of an idea on other things he has, he has done... He was the leading creative force behind Night at the Museum franchise. So, you know, lots of Very people nice. love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Real Steel, which I always enjoyed that movie. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that. And that was the, uh, Hugh Jackman, right? Hugh Jackman, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was you, fun. The, like the fighting robots. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was that was fun. That was fun. Uh, but some more. He's also a heavy collaborator with actor Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he did Free Guy. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that Free part. Guy yeah. was also a pretty fun movie. The Adam Project for Netflix, which was pretty fun. And, of course, Deadpool. Uh, or, well, he's doing the, the third Deadpool, the right, one that's right. coming from the MCU. So, um, so you know, he has a lot of uh, good... I think this is a win for Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I do. for sure. Um, yeah. I think getting someone like this, um, I think he could make a really fun Star Wars movie. Yeah. Now... Will he do a Star Wars movie that doesn't have Ryan Reynolds Ryan in it? Reynolds I don't know. as Yoda? I, I, 
Uh, something tells me like if Ryan Reynolds was they're like asked Ryan Reynolds to be in Star Wars, he would like ask to be Yoda or yeah, something in it. Something just, like, just, like crazy <laughs> yeah, innocuous like he, he like there's no way. Yeah. yeah. Um but I I think I wor I do honestly worry a little bit about them putting Ryan Reynolds in Star Wars if this yeah. if, if Sean Levy is, <laughs> is directing. Odd, yeah. But for anyone who might go, well, this kind of sounds more like a rumor. Well, let me tell you well. um, that when this rumor, it did start as a rumor, came out, uh, Sean Levy himself posted, reposted it on Twitter and said, uh, childhood me is losing it right now. Grown up me is too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, all the insinuations that gives, of course. Basically, he confirmed it without actually saying it, but yeah, it's true. And Deadline right. said it, so Deadline like rarely ever. Yeah. De if Deadline or Hollywood Reporter says something, I don't know if I've ever seen them be wrong. As right. Far as right. Their they usually go. don't say stuff that they're not pretty confident yeah, about. They're always yeah, pretty yeah, confident yeah. before they say yeah. it. So, anyways, that's exciting. Um, that that's. It's good to know, hey, there's still some other Star Wars movies or Star Wars. Well, let me rephrase. Or, well, no, it does say Star Wars movie. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say it just said project, but no, they said movie. Uh, so there's, there's, uh, movies in the works. Will we ever actually get to see any of them? I don't know, but they're, they're in the works. Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> They've had stuff in the works for a long time, folks. Um, but <laughs> moving on to our last news story uh this is uh we've talked about this some too in the past but now we're seeing some more competition for andor here um tales of the jedi which is the new animated shorts yeah on disney plus uh is now beating andor in audience demand yeah yeah so according to a new report from para analytics tells the jedi is um Let's see if they have... Let's see the numbers here. Tells of the Jedi managed to accrue demand 37.4 times... Uh, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> ...the average, which um, is edging out Andor, which falls just behind at 33.8 oh, still, still times okay. higher than the average demand. Okay. So, okay. fairly close. Yeah. Um... But, but still, tells of the Jedi is winning, and yeah. yeah, you know, when you think about this, you have Tales of the Jedi, which is just six short little episodes mm -hmm. of an animated series mm -hmm. against the big live action right. cost the tons next of big, money, yeah, project, big stars, yeah. and they're and they're that close, yeah, and yeah. you've, I feel like that really shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle there, because part of me wants to say like I'm not really that surprised, but at the same time I'm like, but you're right. At the same time, it's like it's so short, it's animated, it's small versus the big, huge main thing right now. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to get too much into it, especially because we're gonna talk about it later and we've already discussed it. It's like I, I think for a lot of people, I think it, it is kind of, is it is detached from what the average person would say is their definition of star Wars. And you're like, well, those of you who are like into the show and stuff that, you know, Oh, that's so pedestrian. Well, yeah, it is. But you know, for the average watcher, you know, they're not watching a star Wars thing for 
XYZ reason they're just wanting Star Wars, you know? And so if it mm-hmm. doesn't fit those certain parameters that they have kind of set in their mind, it's easy for them to think, oh, it's not as, you know, I'm not going to watch that, but I will watch lightsabers and blasters and characters I already know, you know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah. I think there is a pretty good reason why that's happening, but, but you're right. The disparage, disparity of how much difference there is compared to it being a six episode shorts animated versus the next big thing. It is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with you in the sense of like, it is, you know, you can go watch Tales of the Jedi and get the stuff you expect from Star Wars. Right. And plus it also has, you know, the, the, uh, the resume in a sense of of all of the Clone Wars yeah, behind all the, all it, the big right? People are behind and it, so yeah. it has Dave Filoni attached, but also just people are going to see that animation style, yeah, and immediately go, "Oh, is this like, is this like connected to the Clone Wars?" Maybe if they don't even necessarily know a whole lot about right. the Jedi, but we know just a lot of people in in times since it was on Cartoon Network has, oh, yeah. uh, you know. Clone Wars has grown so much, and there's a huge fan base for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Tales of the Jedi just kind of fits in there with... The, sure. So the, to all, anyone who's really a fan of that is probably going to watch Tales of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. Um, where Andor, the hope for Lucasfilm, I'm sure, is that it's going to grab a lot of people that wouldn't normally watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to be like, oh, this looks cool, and, and watch it. But what we're finding is it seems like maybe that's not necessarily the case. It's doing the opposite, mm-hmm. where they're going, oh, I don't know anything about this. I don't think I'm going to watch it. So, and again, I don't I don't mean to put, like, I'm not trying to say this in a negative way. Please don't, anyone who likes to, whatever, I'm, don't take this in a negative way. I'm probably going to take it negatively. <laughs> no, for real though, so what I will say though, for a lot of people, it's kind of like putting two good things together, things that they like, together and i can't i can't think of a great example off the top of my head but like you know um um say you like pickles i don't know right chocolate covered well, pickles. i do like pickles says like chocolate covered pickles i like I've chocolate never, i've never had chocolate i pickles. haven't either but I'm, my point is, is i would imagine it's probably not amazing and so uh, you know for the for the average person unless people really like it right but my point is, is like i like chocolate i like pickles but chocolate pickles is like you know what I'm saying? It's t- tainting one or the other when you mix them together. I mean, I don't know. I kind of want to try it now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do want to try. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is trying to get the average viewer to watch this, right? I think the problem is is that people who know Star Wars, like Star Wars, I, they don't, you know, it feels a little bit detached from the traditional Star Wars. So it's it's like kind of tainting their viewpoint. But then on the opposite side, opposite side people who don't care about Star Wars, right? Right. Oh, it's a political intrigue spy thriller, but mm-hmm. then it's also like Star Wars. Like, I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like I, I could easily see the average person thinking like, oh, it's kind of like chocolate pickles. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I like the chocolate and the other person likes pickles. But when you put them together, it's kind of like a worse version of two things I really like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. And I do think that some of that is happening. Yeah, uh, because we see some Star Wars fans going, well, this doesn't sound like Star Wars, but they're probably lined up to watch the next Mission Impossible. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, but you're kind of exactly. getting some of that kind of style in Star Wars. But when they go mm-hmm. to watch their Star Wars, they don't want that. Right. 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 And so, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of so my point I'm trying to make is like, I feel like that's kind of where some of this disparity between viewership is coming from. Um, uh, that That is kind of like mixing two things that they like and it's not exactly 
the best of either one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue. And so whether that's right or not, I just it's just an observation. But yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, that's all we have in news, and actually, we don't have any rumors this wow. week. Wow. And and part of that is the fact that we actually are doing episodes back to back. Actually, mm-hmm. for the this is our third episode Whoa. we've done in, in, in three weeks. So uh, with that, you know, we're, we don't have as much piled on for you guys as far as news and rumors go. Yeah. But you do get consistent reviews of the episode. So, yeah. you know, you get pros and cons. So that means we're going to skip past that and go straight to our releases. And we do have a couple of exciting releases coming up. We have Dr. Afra issue number 26, on the 16th of November. Mm-hmm. Han Solo and Chewbacca, issue number 7. And uh, a big one, Hidden Empire, issue number one, is yeah. going to be out on November 16th. And Hidden Empire is going to be the continuation of this whole ordeal that Kira has been a part of yeah, in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, So this is going to be the next uh, big thing for that. And we actually saw a preview where she is uh, confronting the Emperor and talking to him. So we'll see what happens there. But Nice. Uh, interesting stuff there. And, of course, also on the 16th will be episode 11 of of uh and or the penultimate the episode. penultimate so we're Love getting there we're getting there yeah so we'll see so what uh normally we'd go into our community discussion um but it kind of really the question was about discussing what we hope to get out of season two of uh and or and we only <laughs> I, I probably posted a little bit too late but we only had one answer so what we're going to go ahead and do is i want to go we're going to get into our main topic which is discussing obviously the review of episode 10 of Andor, and then at the end, we'll throw in that uh, discussion point about what we hope to see for the future of Andor. Um, I probably should have asked that question at the end, uh, you know, of episode 12, but, you know, (laughs) say la vie, right? Live and learn. Um, Anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and just jump into our main topic. So that is, of course, Andor episode 10 called uh, One Way Out. And then we're going to talk about that review today. Of course, we're just going to go ahead and jump in spoiler-free. Or excuse me, not spoiler-free. Not spoiler-free. Full free. spoilers. Full, full spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> alert, alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler rich uh, <laughs> review here. We're just going to talk about exactly what happened in, in the episode, our thoughts on it, all that stuff. So if you haven't watched it yet or you, uh, you know, if you don't care to get spoiled, then by all means, but there will be spoilers. So. Let's just jump right into it. So, Drew, I led off last week about uh, the events and our thoughts and stuff. So, Drew, you go ahead this weekend and tell us about your thoughts and stuff. Well, uh, so I absolutely adored this episode. Um, I loved this episode. I could not get enough of it, actually. I I really liked it, and, and it actually... Um, like I kept getting goosebumps while I watched this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like I was getting chills. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. It was really good stuff because we. Well, one thing is we finally see a lot of. Uh, we we see we're seeing the, the uh, what's the word? It's been building towards this moment, right? Right, right, seeing, right, right. We've yeah. been seeing it build towards the prison break, mm-hmm. and and we finally get that within this. We see the the plan go down. Um, and it's just, it's a really great episode and, and not just it within that, but also what we're getting with, uh, oh man, I can remember his name, the rebel guy, the rebel leader, so to speak. The, the, oh, the one old guy? Been, yeah. The, the oh. one he's been, he's been doing <laughs> we a bunch always, of, we always forget his, his name. name. <laughs> Ander. The one that says Ander. <laughs> Ander. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, anyways. Uh, I tried to like search it really quick, but it. <laughs> 
Uh, come on. I'm seeing the picture of him right now. Oh, Luthen. 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 Thank yeah. you. So we see. Struggling we also that. see some really great <laughs> stuff with Luthen in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mon Mothma, as usual. Yeah. Just Mon Mothma. I mean, I'll tell you what. She's like she's the best part of this whole show, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just continues to have an amazing performance, amazing stuff there. Um, but uh, shout out to Andy Circus who just continues. He to brought the circus back. Just elevate the show to another level like he yes. just commands the screen you know like what when i mean he, when he's there that's who you're watching yeah yeah that's who you're watching he's just he's on another level he really is yeah. it's just yeah. insane how good he is and uh yeah. man he just he plays this character so well and you just care like so much about like what happens to him and of course Andor too but like but I mean, you've only seen this guy a couple episodes, and I mean, yeah. I was rooting for this guy <laughs> to make it out of this prison break, right? Yeah, and we'll talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about that. But yeah. But what was your thoughts? So, as someone who has been kind of on the fence about the show, I'm like, eh, you know, take it or leave it or whatever. I will say, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. This All was right, a phenomenal right. episode. Um, you know, I, I, they're just from the beginning, like what I'll say is like, this was an exciting episode. Mm-hmm. You know, every part of this episode, even on the on the slow kind of like spots like there was other things to draw you in mm-hmm. um and in i guess you know even in the slow spots well let me just back up basically what i'm trying to get at is that this show did command my respect like there is a lot of uh, uh i mean just everything that you could think about is good in the show the the writing was great the mm-hmm. action was great the uh the sets right like the scenery or whatever you want to call it right the the the, the set scenes were phenomenal um like I said, acting was so good. And, and yeah, and that was what I was going to say as well. Um, we do see so many good things in this episode. But, but I mean, my favorite part of this whole series, other than maybe Mon Mothma, has been um, Keith, right? Or uh, no, no. Uh, ah, basically, Andy Serkis' character. I always forget him too, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he has been my favorite. I mean, I love the change in his attitude and demeanor and Kino. Kino yeah. And it was like something with K, but, uh, the, the, just Kino's, um, character development has been so good. And it was very well written mm-hmm. over those several episodes. And, uh, of course at first I thought like it, other than it being Andy circus, I literally could not care like less about this character. He's annoying, you know, he's, he's in prison, but yet he's trying to be like control other prisoners. Like, dude, you're in prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get over it. But all of a sudden by the end of it, I'm like, I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. he can't swim. You know, he's like, we can't, he like, is, did he make it? We have no clue, you know? And uh, it's just yeah, like, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk sure. about that. But like, I just, I, yeah, so good. Um, Again, thoroughly enjoyed this episode for sure. And again, as someone who's kind of unfortunately, you know, I'd hate to be this way because I want to just love everything as stars. But I've throughout the series, I've been kind of like on the fence, hit or miss, you know, take it mm-hmm. or leave it. You know, I've been unfortunately a little bit on the fence of people who are kind of like, you know, it's 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 chocolate pickles. Like that's for me personally, it's chocolate pickles. Like I love spice. I don't even know. I don't even know if I would say you've been on the fence. I would say maybe you've been on the the side of true. It yeah. not being very good. Yeah, true. Yeah, for you, at least for you or yeah, for what you want out of yeah, stuff. true, 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 true. Yeah, I would say I probably have been more on the negative side. So, um, so here's here's how I have been seeing it. Like I said, it's been kind of chocolate pickles. I love Star Wars. And I do really enjoy like spy thriller stuff like James Bond and and and, and Mission Impossible and all this stuff like that. But them mixed together and how they've mixed together, I just haven't really loved it. And um, what am I trying to get here? Basically saying that, uh, and I don't want to say too much because I like I have more things and we're gonna build up on the review mm-hmm. as we go. 
but basically in my mind i've kind of have like lowered my standards a little bit in terms of star wars content you know what i'm saying it sounds horrible because <laughs> it's been a great it's been a great show but i'm trying to say like this level of what i expect out of star wars content you know what i'm saying like the um i i expect this kind of atmosphere i so expect you've been uh burned one too many times i've been burned one too many times yeah, exactly no but i i i'm guess i'm not communicating this very well but i'm what i'm trying to say is like i have this thought of what star wars is mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it never reaches and it that. doesn't never reaches that for me personally <laughs> not to say that's not a good show but it's kind of like chocolate pickles the chocolate's really good but the pickles not so much you know what i'm saying anyway yeah. the the spy thriller part's pretty I think great i might just call this episode chocolate pickles chocolate pickles <laughs> yeah when you get hey that's a new shirt idea chocolate pickles anyway. it might be um, you, if you guys want a chocolate pickles jai eternal shirt let us know in the comments <laughs> and anybody who wants to make a cool design let us know yeah too. yeah yeah, yeah. If you want to make cool designs for us let us know oh, send them to us yeah we don't have to even do anything with it but this is completely random but i have another friend that has a podcast and there's like one of his listeners that that loves designing graphic design stuff mm -hmm. and every Every episode that they had, just for fun, he would do some sort of graphic design based on one of the themes. And uh, so, anybody, anybody, any, any graphic designers out there want to do that? You know, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. We'll post it. We won't give you anything. We'll post it. <laughs> we'll give you our respect, you know, kudos. Maybe, I mean, if maybe it's good. depending on it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so, anyway, so I guess my point is, is like, I've kind of like, tried to divorce in my mind and that's a bad word but it's like divorce in my mind that you know this expectation of what i want it to be in, in terms of star wars and also i just tried to appreciate it as like a show you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and it's a great show it really the writing has been really good you know there's been some slow spots but that, that was intentional in the sense that they're really trying to drive home that that relief you know what i'm saying like they build up build up build up and finally ah, the resolution you know what i'm saying so in terms of like the acting and the writing and all the production, it's been a great show. And this episode was a perfect example of that. Perfect execution mm -hmm. on every level. Yeah. Um, can't praise it highly enough. Great episode. Um, so I have definitely way more thoughts to go into, but uh, on the kind of like the more, you know, uh, meta side of the whole things. But let's jump back to you, Drew. And, and, and if you have more thoughts or if we can just get into like yeah, the let's just, episode let's, itself. Let's just go into the episode and we'll just kind of go through it and, uh, you know, feel free to stop me if you have anything you want to point out. Hold but. on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so episode 10, we're, we're on Narcana, Narcana 5, Narcana? I don't remember. Something like that. Narcana. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're zipping up old Yulof. Or Ulaf or whatever. I can't remember reading one's Ulaf. name. Yeah, I think it's Ulaf. Uh, poor old guy. He uh, he bit the bit the bullet. Um, but it's here that Cassian decides that you know they got to do it in the next twenty four hours. It's mm -hmm. it's now or never. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and so he tells he tells Kino this. He tells Kino, you know, we got to do it. And. <laughs> And he's, uh, I think it's it's somewhere there. They they say the the phrase of the episode, "One way out," right? That somewhere. Yeah. There, they, I think they. Say I think Cassian says it. Is that what he says? Uh, he says uh, "One way out." Whatever his name is. And <laughs> you know. And that is the name of the episode. And so they go into their uh, where all their beds are, and everybody's like, "What happened? What's going on? Where's where's you? What's yeah. going on?" Yeah. And you can tell that Kino's really still trying to process this, and he's still sort of right. in unbelief. Yeah, like he yeah, doesn't yeah, want to yeah. accept it. Yeah. And, and remember, this is just after him yeah, telling yeah. Andor 
no more than 12 when yeah. talking about the guards yeah because yeah, this yeah. is continuing like right after that yeah. he's kind of to the point now where he's like listen you can do whatever you want but i still don't know if i completely believe right it. right and so you know he's you can tell he's processing all of this and they're and and, and andor's kind of like come on you need to tell him tell him what's going on like what, yeah, what you need yeah. to, like talk to him because he knows that that they are the um they or he's the one they got to hear this from right yeah. he's been the leader yeah um coming from andor he's one of the newer guys right there. they're not gonna they're I not mean, gonna take it yeah from him. yeah yeah and so he's and so he goes in and he's standing there and and it's kind of silent everybody's just kind of waiting and finally he yells no one's getting out and you're like oh <laughs> so, here we go it, it's coming down baby yeah, yeah. And so uh, and that's kind of the moment, right? He decides yeah. that it's yeah, it's uh, dude, and it's uh, such a good shot. Everyone's going crazy in the mm. background and talking, overlapping each other, and it's just a shot of Andy, like close up shot of Andy Serkis's face and yeah. just pouring sweat. His hair is mm-hmm. all disheveled, and he's like, <sighs> mm-hmm. and then that's when it, like snaps and he turns around like, no, dude, yeah. that was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I loved it. And so, uh, in the morning, um. They tell them that they need to believe they're already dead before they even uh, think about making the suicide run work, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, like, the night shift won't be notified. They have no way of sending message down. But, you know, as soon as they do this, they're hoping that the word will spread and they'll be able to, to, to enact this plan. And uh, meanwhile, um, the rebels take the bait with the uh, the ship, much to the pleasure of Mira, while Mon continues her crusade, and she's meeting uh, Davo, who wants a favor rather than money, and so mm-hmm. you're wondering kind of what this is going to be, and so there's a lot of political mm-hmm. play going on here, oh, right? Yeah, between yeah, yeah. between her and uh, and uh, Davo, and then the other guy. Yeah, his name at the moment. But. You know, and it's like it's classic. You know, like play on words. Like mm-hmm. everything's like it's beautiful and shiny, and everyone's mm-hmm. dressed nice, and all these like soft words. But in the background, everyone has these own their own intentions, and it's right, all vile. Right. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And and finally, it comes the the favor comes to light and that is that he wants his son to marry basically he's he in order to get funding he wants mon mothma to give up her daughter in marriage yeah. to his son so in chandrilla which is where they're all yeah. from uh that was the that was the kind of common old way practice of of basically arranged marriages for political reasons and yeah. things of that nature. And you can just see the anger <laughs> yeah. in her eyes, right? Yeah, Whenever he yeah, yeah. suggests that. She's yeah. so livid. And but what's interesting is so you know, she just says no and she's like, you know, mm. you can see your way out. And and he was like, uh, basically he 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 basically says well, you can. Th- well, he's like, you can think about it's it. It's a lot she's to think like, about. And she goes, "I'm not gonna think about it," or something that matter. And he mm-hmm. goes, and basically, he. I don't remember the exact. It's, the wording was good. I don't have. I don't know what they said. Yeah. But basically, he says, "Well, but you are. Yeah. Like, you are thinking." About but that's it. You no. Know, he says uh, that's the first uh, untrue thing you oh, said all, all day. Yeah, yeah. That's the first untrue thing you said. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. good. And the pro- And that's the thing because she is thinking about it, and that's probably yeah. what makes her even more mad, so mad. Yeah, in that yeah. moment. Is that she, is that she needs this this funding, this secret way of funding for the rebellion, and yeah. the fact that she might have to essentially give 
up her daughter yeah. to this politician um yeah. to this <laughs> yeah. this um you know marriage well and he's not he's a he's actually a criminal remember mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken so he's like actually like a criminal so it's not even just like a politician it's like a you know yeah and so slimy character <laughs> right and so this is of course all it's it's pretty dark stuff really and yeah. and and then going back to bring the new prisoner in um in andor you know, he's been working on that pipe that he's been going in every shift and like cutting for a little bit. Yeah. And um and he does eventually pry it free. Mm-hmm. Water starts to pour out. And uh and this is the time. This is like the moment, right? This is the moment for them to do it. And of course there's some build up going on here between right. everybody's yeah, like yeah. looking and everybody's uh kind of waiting for this moment. And uh, the time arrives and the group attacks. Water starts to flood the room, and yeah. they're shooting. They're, they're basically the guards are up there just starting to pick people off. Yeah, yeah. And and you got Andor. He's climbing the the, yeah. <laughs> the railing. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the whole time I'm just like, come on, just like hurry up. I know just it's hurry like, up. Some people keep it's like dying. the slowest on, rail climb I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, I guess they're that they're probably did on purpose. Well, like yeah, yeah. the average guy versus like someone with the force, you know, whatever. Right. But, but it felt like he's climbing it forever, and people <laughs> are just on, getting <laughs> shot down the whole time. Um, but he finally gets up there and then he takes them both out pretty quickly at that point. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it did, they did have to, some people die at that point, but then they, they all start like, Oh, well at one point they try to, they try to turn on the floor and everybody has to scramble up on the tables Yeah, and then the water short circuits circuits all. And and so at first I was kind of like, at first I was like, I don't quite understand what the water's for. And I'm like, Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. And so they take over the base. They go up to the the people up upstairs, and and they the make them room. they make them like shut off the yeah. power completely. And they're like, "Well, if we shut this one off, it'll take months." Yo, to... I'm about to kill you. Just and he turn was it like, off, bro. And basically, he's like, "Uh, yeah, exactly. That's turn the point. it off." <laughs> and and then yeah. and then Andor tells Kino, he's like, he's like, "You gotta tell everybody. You gotta talk yeah, to everybody. Yeah. Tell them what to do. Only you. Only they're gonna truly trust you and, to do and this." And you can yeah. tell he's just like. I don't want to do it. He's afraid. Yeah, he doesn't know truly. He's still in his head a lot, you know. Yeah. And and finally he gets he gets him to start talking, and he starts to warm up more and more. This is one of those and moments where I start angrier, to get chills. Ang- yeah, I get know. Angrier, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, his and he's speech like, is so good. And he, then he's like, "We will never have a better chance to leave." And he was, and then he's just like, "One way out," you know. Oh and, yeah, oh, so, so good. good. When that was like that was that's something I, I I've enjoyed in the show. I don't know why. I just thought it was so good. Is that when they continually like repeat the 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 title of the show mm-hmm. or, or the episode? Excuse me. But this episode is so good. It's just what in every characters like one way out one, one way, way out. out and then yeah. it's like throughout the whole episode there's it was just so cool a little detail. and so we get a great moment of them all they're all just running through they're gathering up other yeah uh prisoners and they're all Chanting. just continuing to go yeah. up because <laughs> yeah. they're saying the the one way out is to continue climbing yeah to get and and so they're all climbing and it shows one great scene where there's a ton of the guards and they're hiding in a little <laughs> yeah. and they're like one of them's like beats on the door or something they're like shh like, they're all just like hiding in there <laughs> it's so good <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. It'd be pretty scary. Oh, yeah. 5,000 uh, people. Well, I would be doing that if I was one of those guards. I'd be hiding you. in there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're outnumbered at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, something that I thought was interesting is <clears throat> no, they never thought to go and grab some of the boots. They I continued know. barefoot. I kept saying that. And, it, and like, yeah. the, you could see in the, there was, like, a like cabinets where there was, oh, yeah, like, tons yeah, yeah. of the boots sitting there. And, like, yeah. I would have took a couple seconds and put yeah, some of those I boots put, on. I'll put some Moonwalker like, 3000, baby. I understand this is going to take a few minutes, but 
this could save my life. Well, okay, for instance, though, like they they were going to do it. Like uh, it was an entire facility wide, um, uh, basically. Zap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, they, and then they stopped in the last second. But what they cracked it. me up? They didn't kill those two guys at the end. And I'm like, you do realize they're in the control room, and he just left them. They could turn on the electricity. Well, they said it. They said they couldn't get it back up. And well, I, the the I just I thought the. Uh, the generate like the backup power well, was backup power but i don't think that but i don't think the backup power could okay. operate that yeah I, I just it was did, just I like no that I was think the backup generator was supposed to just be like for the lights like those okay yeah and then it wasn't like super instated and that right. may be something that you're supposed to insinuate but anyway. but but yeah but still it was interesting that they just left them alive like, get some, get some like, moonwalkers bro Come it's like on, you guys now. haven't cared to kill like anyone at this point so yeah. why are you leaving <laughs> yeah, those guys alive I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly but exactly. anyways um and 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 then the, so they're all running up and and you start to see and I think Andor is the very first one and he uh, and he's running and all of a sudden he's like oh drop off it's a drop yeah. off and he's like whoa you know they get they clearly they weren't expecting that I guess yeah I don't know. and so um and so they kind of stop and one way out <laughs> and and then. Yeah. Uh, you see Kino and he stops and he's like not going. But everyone's well, everyone else is just, just jumping just off. Jumping so, yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there's just tons of them jumping off and they're and 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 Kino's kind of like backing up and Andor's like looking and he stops and he looks and he's like, well, why aren't you? Yeah. Why aren't you jumping? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And he goes, I can't swim. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, oh yeah. no. Yeah. And, and and then like Andor's like he gets knocked off. He gets knocked off before he can really ever reply or come up with a yeah. plan or anything. And yeah. then you see Kino, and he continues to back up. Yeah. And then we don't see Kino again. Yeah. So, so before we get too far, I, I will say the best shot in the entire series thus far, in my opinion, was in this episode. And it was after everybody had left, and they zoomed out. And you see, like, the clouds, and you see the facility, yeah. and, and you see all the water, and you see, like, uh -huh. all the people swimming. Dude, that was, that was so an cool. amazing shot. Yeah, it was so a great good. shot. So good. And so, you know, th there, that's the next big question for me is, like, do we what happened to Kino? Yeah. Does he jump? Yeah. And and or did he stay? If he stays, he's a goner. Oh yeah. They're oh, gonna kill yeah. him. They're gonna yeah, kill easily. him. Easily. So to me, unless unless his cowardice feelings uh overcome him, yeah. he's gonna have to jump. Yeah, oh, yeah. But then yeah. the question remains. Is the show gonna be like so dark to have him jump and not make it? <laughs> yeah. Or is he gonna jump? Is he gonna make it? And you know, is he gonna? Here's the thing: like, if you had a couple people down there with you and he jumps, so like, you could like was... hold on to each so, other. And... So here's the thing: you know, I can't swim. Okay. You so can't I feel swim? this guy's pain. I can't swim. No, really? I didn't I know that. No. Um, no. Learn about. No. Learn each and, other. And what's funny is I was me and my wife were watching it at the same time, and I and I said. When it showed the water, I go, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a goner. Yeah. I can't swim. <laughs> yeah. And then just right after that, he, he goes, that. I can't swim. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, me and Kino, we're on the same. Uh, but no, I think, but I was thinking, okay, in that scenario, what I would do is I'd be grabbing a couple guys and go, I can't swim. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to help me. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, we're yeah, gonna have yeah. to all like you know grab onto each other and and, yeah. and and make. Like if you a, got in the middle between two people and put your arms around them and they were yeah, like yeah, kicking yeah. And, and I realize like, that's gonna be more work for them, but like. But you would assume. But here's the thing. I think that that like I think um, uh, uh, Cassian would have done that, but he got he couldn't coordinate with him. And he Cassian would have done that, off. and I think yeah. that's why they made him have to get knocked exactly. off. Because yeah. otherwise, Cassian would have tried to figure something out or yeah, tried yeah, to help yeah. him. Or, yeah. But he gets knocked off. So the question is, did he jump? And if he did, did he get help? Or, and I yeah. assume we'll get some kind of answer. I hope. Yeah. I hope they don't. Leave I hope it they don't completely. just leave it. Yeah. But anyway, but I have a. Unfortunately, I don't want it to be true. But I have a very strong feeling he's gonna die in that whole process because that was kind of his thing. And I said this last episode. But his whole thing was like how he was trusting the system. He only has so many more days till he gets off. And then at the very end, his mindset flipped. He's like, I'm already dead. 
I, in my yeah. mind, I'm already dead, and I'm just gonna try my best to fight and hope, get, hopefully, get other people out. So I'm gonna eat them, sand. So yeah, right, we'll see. right, right. Uh, hopefully, well, he doesn't and, die. But and you know, I mean, they still have to reveal how he ends up being Snoke. So I mean, <laughs> maybe they keep. I know. Maybe they torture him so much. Dude, and, I know it was a joke uh, article, but I literally uh, saw uh, uh, Andor reveal Snoke's origins. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's it's hard not to make jokes about I know, it. But, I know. Uh so moving on, we then get uh some some stuff with Luthen. Mm-hmm. This was a really great scene and too. He's yeah. he we see him at his place. Oh and also he's 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 cleaning cleaning up a helmet, uh mm-hmm. which had or a headpiece, headdress. Yeah. It had been in other episodes, but you get a really good look at it this time, and yeah. it looks exactly like one that Padme wears at one oh, point. Oh yeah, I, I don't knew, know if I couldn't tell. I knew I'd seen it before, but I don't I know if sure it's what supposed it was. to be yeah. hers. But I mean, it's same it's make and like, model. It's like yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, but we see um, uh, he's communicating with Lonnie, who tells him that Miro's getting closer to discovering the truth about the middleman and the stolen imperial gear. And Lonnie is Luthen's inside guy, mm-hmm. and after learning that the ship and what the Imperials intended to do, Luthen decides that the fifty men being killed is a sacrifice worth taking. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And and so Lonnie, um, he gets Lonnie. Lonnie. Oh, Lonnie. He's getting cold feet, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Hey, I'm a father now." Oh, yeah. Also, I kind of skipped this. He go. We see where he goes into like an elevator. He's like in the under. He's like in the. It looks to me like. Like uh, the um, on Coruscant, what do they call it? Uh, wow, how did I f- forget what this is called? The lower area yeah, of Coruscant. Um, what do they call that? Gosh, yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head either. Wow, um, I feel like such a fake Star Wars fan right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, see. that's gonna drive me crazy. What what is it called? Just like the underworld, uh, lower Coruscant, under levels. Yeah, but oh, it doesn't matter. You guys all know what I'm talking about. Um, and so they're they're down. It appears like he's down there somewhere, right? And there's tons of levels um, of that. And so he's down there, and um, and he gets like an earpiece out of this elevator thing, shaft thing, and he's going down. Yeah. And and so they're having this conversation down there, and uh, and Lonnie's saying like, "Hey, I have a, I have a, I'm a father now. I've done this for over six years." And he's like, "I don't know if I can continue doing this." And and what's this scene is so good and, yeah. and Luthen's like you you can't stop yeah He's like, like you honestly don't have a choice yeah you have to keep going <laughs> you have to do it yeah and and he's like so you and, don't and, even care about what I've sacrificed yeah. and then and then Lonnie turns around and basically is like like and you don't even care what I've sacrificed like what, what are you even sacrificing in all of this and then the, so good one of the best performances out of this show so far oh, yeah. and I you know, if you notice I keep saying that yeah. but like this episode keeps but, providing it yeah, you know? I, mean, yeah. I mean and he just goes I don't have I wish I had the whole like dialogue but he just goes on to say all the things he's done and how he's sacrificed. Basically, he's like, you know what? He's like, I've sacrificed ever loving anyone. I've sacrificed, you know, peace of mind. He's basically like, I've sacrificed literally everything to live yeah. this life that I live. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, I've I've sacrificed any chance of having a normal life. Yeah. And and um, and it's really good the way he does it though, and the acting he puts on here, and um. And and then he's like, we need, 
we need heroes like you or something. Mm-hmm. He calls him a hero. Basically, what's so and, cool is like he 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 wanted to be a hero. He wanted to put the spark out there. But in order to get the grassroots started of this rebellion, he understood that he had to become the monster he that he's fighting, and right. he'll never see the sunrise. Right. He'll never see the the thing that he's hoping to achieve, and that he will become the monster that he's right. fighting. He knows that uh, he's. It was good. He knows that he's most likely not going to make it out of this to see that sunrise. Yeah. And even if and, he does, he's not going to be the good guy. You know what I'm saying? Right, he's like, not going to be the hero. And and we yeah. talked about this about how he's doing he's doing this this shady stuff to build up the rebellion. And we do get the heroes, Luke yeah. Skywalker, you yeah. know, uh, Leia or- Organa, all the, these hero figures. But unfortunately, it took someone like Luthen to get it there and, yeah. and Luther never gets that hero uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty deep stuff it's pretty crazy to think about yeah. it um, and after that amazing scene um, it, it closes out with Andor who has officially made it to land and mm-hmm. it shows him just sprinting through there yeah um, it's like a desert you know, area I'm like searching madly to see if I can find what's Kino. Kino but he is nowhere to be seen um, actually, it only shows him and one other guy that are on land at that point. Yeah, I yeah. think he was still. Well, I don't know. I don't know why it only shows them. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm not but, sure either. Um, because yeah. I, I figured it, you would see like a bunch of them all running up there. But yeah, at least on the background. Yeah, at least in the background. But yeah. like, I didn't really see anything. So yeah, I'm not that's sure. Kinda weird, but yeah. anyway, fantastic episode. Absolutely great. loved it. Yeah, it makes me excited great. to see what these last two episodes do. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Um, and I think I said this earlier in our episode somewhere. I really feel like these next two episodes really have to bring us to that pivotal moment of the yeah. rebellion truly becoming the rebellion. Like, right. the, like the, what officially makes them go, okay, we're, we're doing this now as a group because yeah. right now it's still all, it's all secret. Kind of all broken out. It's all broken small out. People. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think my guess would be that whatever happens in these next two episodes <clears throat> makes, um, you know, Luthen, maybe Saw Gerrera is going to have more in, in it. Uh, possibly Mon Mothma. I don't know when Mon Mothma officially gets ousted and basically yeah. like, I don't care anymore. I'm a rebel sympathizer. Right. I'm not sure even. when that happens. Yeah. And I don't know if it'll happen yet or not. I'd say it very um, well might be like a season two thing, but. But I really feel like there's got to be something in the next two episodes that really starts to like, okay, this is our, this is our core group of rebels, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and yeah. this is what we got going on here. And, and, and Andor of course is going to have to, you assume, I assume Andor is going to really commit to it after this, after yeah. this experience and so, seeing what he's, people, cause, yeah, cause he sees now how bad the empire yeah, truly he sees is. What has yeah. been happening. And I think it's going to, and the people he just worked with and, and helped and, and he's going to yeah. want to. I think it's going to bring him. He's like, okay, I'm going to be in this, right? Yeah. Um. And and so I'm really excited to see where that goes because I think season two is going to be more about. Um. I think Andor's already going to be in, and we're going to see some of the adventures they go on to then reach the where we're at in Rogue One. Yeah. And because they've already talked about how each arc in season two is going to be a year. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah, that's yeah. what they said. They may yeah. change may change things, but that was right. originally the plan is that season two is gonna be uh it's gonna span like five years. Yeah. So 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 that's actually kind of the big talking point that I wanted to personally conclude on. Okay. So that that works out perfectly what you just said. 
Now, to just jump into this before I forget, so um, my uh, community discussion question this week was, since we know what we are, excuse me, since we know that we are getting a second season of the Andor series, what do you hope to see moving forward? Any changes, any new characters, etc. Now, Corey Allen Wise did uh, comment, he has a, he has a more of the, on the opposite side of the fence, right? He's a little more, he doesn't like it as much. He says, my lack of faith in the show is disturbing. Good, good callback. But anyway, but for me, it's, it is very hard to follow, and I love Star Wars, so I'll definitely watch any show that they put out. But what I'd like to see is more action, and I love the characters, the atmosphere, and everything about it, but it's just not your ideal Star Wars show, but I'm hanging in there. And, Corey, I completely get where you're coming from, and that's kind of where I've I've been at with the, with the whole chocolate pickles thing. I'm just going to bring it up again because it's just fun to say. But uh, it's a whole chocolate pickle situation for me, and it's like it's a great show, but when they try to put the tagline of Star Wars on it, it's kind of difficult because you know, and we because we know, I mean, for a fact that we they've intentionally gotten people who don't know anything about Star Wars who don't know, but you know, that was kind of the whole premise of the show is that they're kind of trying to separate from the ideals of what we know of as traditional Star Wars. But what's interesting is is after some of the things that we've already discussed today in our mm-hmm. news section, we are getting um, season two. It's going to run concurrent at the end with Rogue One. Um, and secondarily, we also know that they're going to be starting to go to Yavin 4, right? And and which is the home base of the Rebellion. So the, the point I'm trying to get to is that ultimately, I feel like it's going to start to get to be one of those things where we finish season two. And well, let's even back up that season two, as we kind of already said, right, is going to start pulling in some more familiar uh, settings, some more familiar feelings. They're trying to get writers who are very familiar in like Star Wars. And so they're trying to do that and they're trying to connect it. And I feel like season two ultimately is going to start tying everything together Mm -hmm. really well. And and I think it's going to be like Mandalorian where there's some like stuff in the beginning and it's disjointed and you're like, that's just a wasted episode. And then finally you get to the end of it and you're like, wow, this was really good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, there's some dead time. There's some episodes that doesn't feel like they connect that well. But by the time you get to the end of it, it ties all the other episodes together and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, similar to how they did in Obi-Wan. They're, like, I was so mad at Obi-Wan Kenobi series throughout like 75% of the show and then by the end of it, you're like, okay, I mean, I've loved everything they did. Remember, but remember s- when we said that was going to be peak Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but, so break my own heart. But anyway, um, but basically what I'm trying to get that is even if it wasn't a perfect show, a lot of the decisions that were like uh, made in the previous episodes, it made more sense by the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I guess what, my whole thing I'm trying to get to is that season one of Andor has really not been my thing. Um, has it been a good show? Yes. But has it felt like Star Wars to me personally? No. And when you slap the tag of Star Wars on something, it's just hard for me to sign off on it and really enjoy it when it doesn't feel like Star Wars. But I think with season two, they're getting writers who love Star Wars and know Star Wars. They're going to more familiar places. And by the end of it, it's going to run concurrent with Rogue One. And I think that's how it's going to be. And uh, and, and Corey, I think hopefully for your sake and our sake, right, that's the way it's going to be. But by the time season two gets finished, it's going to wrap everything together. And you're going to see from the very beginning grassroots of the rebellion till Rogue One where they get the Death Star plans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it, I, that's my hope. Um, until, until that happens, I'm just hanging on to the fact that it's a good show. But by the time season two wraps up, my hope is that I really feel like this is Star Wars and they bring in a lot of really good things. 
And I'm definitely excited to see how it plays out. Of course, we still have two episodes, right? Um, two episodes left for this season. And I expect really good things to come out of this as well. Um, so anyway, Drew. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think, you know, no matter what you think about this season, I think season two is going to be headed to a good place for Star Wars fans because right. it's only going to be getting closer and closer to more familiar things that we know right. and events that we know. And I think we're going to start to see more and more uh, Star Wars stuff right? Yeah. As, yeah. as we get closer. And so I think, though, no matter what, in my eyes at this point, I think that this series has been uh, – I think it's been successful in my opinion. Um, yeah. I think – that it's done a really great job. We'll see if it sticks the landing for me. Uh, right, we'll see the, right. where these last two episodes go and see if you know where my where I stand at that point. But I think we're headed in a really good direction. And uh, you know, I think it did start pretty slow. Yeah. Right? When I when I think back on those first yeah, the first three episodes were rough. First, you know, for me that first uh, <laughs> first arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was pretty slow, right? It yeah. Was, um, and and even really, and uh, honestly, until he got in the prison i agree i yeah i still remained like eh, you know it's Whatever. got some good stuff yeah. but it's nothing but the prison arc really has changed my yeah, mind on yeah, the yeah. show to the point of where i'm like okay i'm all i think i'm all in on this i really yeah. like it and um and so we have one final i guess what you would call a two episode arc yeah um, of this show and uh so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens We'll you know? see what happens. See how our opinion uh, changes or stays the same or whatever yeah. by the end of this, and yeah. you'll know in two weeks, baby. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. We want to thank you all so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you know, go ahead and like it, share it. Uh, you know, share it with your family, with your friends. You know, go up to your grandma and say, "Hey, grandma, check out the Star Wars podcast. Star Wars podcast that yeah. I really like." And if you didn't like it, share it with your enemies. Yeah, so. and if you if you hate it, <laughs> share it with everybody that you hate, and exactly. uh, we'll take their views to, or yeah. listens yeah. too. We'll take it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, next but, week is episode ninety, baby. So ooh, breaking yeah, out of eighties. Let's getting, go. We're getting closer and closer to that sweet, sweet one hundred. But again, thank you guys all so much. You can check us out, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. We're even on Twitter, believe it or not. Um, Elon Musk uh, has not deleted our account. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is kind of like a barren wasteland right now. But you know, if people start jumping on it and want it, want us to get on there, we will uh, re <laughs> we will get bring out the paddles and revive that baby. Okay, so. <laughs> but uh, may the force be with you, and we thank you so much for joining the Jedi.